Come on, shop. Well, it's time to record now. Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now. We met on stage because we like to perform now. We're turtle bros and bashing all of our foes now. It's time to celebrate our energy. With new shows for you, the blast every other week. Come on, shop. It's time to let our geeks speak. I hear you, Rob. My geeks speak has crazy tech. We both love Marvel. He loves DC. We're both big nerds since 83. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Geek So To Speak Podcast, your source for all things geek. I hope you're ready for some news, ya April Fools, because we got a big, big episode for you this week. But before we dive into anything, let me tell you that my name is Wonder Rob. I am one of the co-hosts of Geek So To Speak, coming at you from sunny Southern California and all the way across the pond in hot Arizona. That's right. I said across the pond. That one lake between us. You got your boy, Shop in Phoenix. What's up, Shop? What's going on, Wonder Rob? Oh, yeah, we do. Know. We are pretty dry. Well, no, we we have a lake, but it's a dry lake. It's one of those lakes that like used to be water back in the you know Paleozoic era, and now it's just like an arid desert. I always pictured the lakes in Arizona, like in the uh, the Wiley e. Coyote cartoons, where <laughs> you're walking through the desert and you see a lake way over there. Oh yeah, and there's girls. Oh yeah, and there's. <laughs> And they're pouring water bottles all over themselves and you get there and it's just a cactus. It's just a freaking cactus. It's just a freaking cactus. Two cactuses with two big cactus tits. But it was the best sex I ever had. <laughs> oh, man. You're quite thorny today. <laughs> Ooh, dang. Ding, ding. Mm. All right. <laughs> well, on top of all our witty banter, as I'm sure you can uh, attest to, loyal listeners, Geek, so to speak, like I said, is your source for all things geek. So if this is your first listen... Shaf and I get together once a week, go over everything you need to know about pretty much everything in geekdom. We have a big episode this week. Uh, I won't bury the lead too much, but <laughs> new Joker trailer came out, so we're going to be dissecting that. There's actually a, a plethora of Joker news this week, crazy enough, and all sorts of uh, fun April goodies. But first, out Shaf. The, I'd say, like, you you yourself are just a barrel of geek news. Like, just <laughs> you as a, pre, like a presence. So, number one, I believe you got a new addition to the family this week. You are right about that. You are right about that. Um, we uh, rescued a another dog. So, now we have four dogs in the house. We We were outnumbered already. And then we were like, you know what? 
it's not crazy enough over here at the house yet. It could get crazier. So why don't we make it crazier? And we got a fourth dog. A um, fourth dog. <laughs> she is our first girl. So the, our, our very first daughter. <laughs> um, and, uh, and her name is Olive. And she is a Chihuahua Dachshund mix. Uh, she looks like Yoda. Yeah, she does. She has these big, huge ears. Uh, I think she's like, if Yoda and Dobby like got it on, uh, you know, inside uh, Hogwarts, and you know, he he forced himself upon her. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just picturing it like, you like, Dobby doesn't like, doesn't, doesn't <laughs> like it when you do it in the pot. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> oh, Yoda, give Dobby a load. Dobby is a real. <laughs> Oh my God, this podcast is going downhill. This might be the record <laughs> of how fast we've gone downhill. <laughs> we lost all our listeners just now. <laughs> don't listen. If you're a new listener, don't quit on us <laughs> just yet. We are worth it. Stick oh, with us. And so, yeah, my boy Schaff has a, a, a pack of dogs here. Now, Schaff. Four dogs. That's got to be pretty expensive. You might have to get a second job or like a second gig to make money. I know. you. Might, I might have to do that. Good thing that uh, I'm on the verge of becoming like a sensation in the voiceover industry. That's uh, true. You, I was hinting at it. I, I know. You're so good. You're so good. Dang, man. Yeah, you just uh, you just want me to, to boast about myself. Okay, so um, for our listeners who have been following along with my voiceover uh, career or side endeavors, um, I was lucky enough to to be awarded a gig that I auditioned for that ended up being for a uh, an internet video uh, for, of all things, something that we would have talked about anyway, uh, Hellboy, the upcoming movie that comes out on April 12th. Uh, I got to do a really cool spot for an internet video on fandom. So uh, if you happen to... Uh, get a chance. We'll we'll throw that link in the episode description so you can go ahead and and find out more about Hellboy and how it relates to the graphic novels uh, of the titular character. And uh, honestly, it, it was a lot of fun to do. And I just look forward to more and more gigs. And and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I do get more gigs so I can pay for this fourth dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I guess we're shills now because we, we, we review. I mean, we're gonna review Hellboy, but if we end up liking it and you've done a paid promotion, yeah, that makes us shills, dude. Ooh, that's awkward. Oh, well, I'm glad your voiceover career is taking off. My voiceover career is taking off also, but by voiceover, I mean me screaming over my crying son all day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but now your son just recently celebrated a monthly birthday. I believe he turned four months old. Is that four correct? Four months, you guys. He's eating solid foods now, which means it's a really fun game, actually. If I uh, if I feed him green food, like uh, green beans, the next day, poop, green. <laughs> if I feed him uh, smushed carrots, next day, orange poop. It's actually like a really fun like science experiment. Like <laughs> how fast his poop changes color. <laughs> I guess I guess when you only eat one thing 
<laughs> that's that what's happened not like my poop i eat all the garbage and it's the colors of the rainbow <laughs> you know i remember uh my, my brother and i went to the ballpark uh which is a very strange thing for me to say because i don't go to the ballpark very often but as kids we went and uh, of course you know the guy came by with all the candy and the uh and, and the food and whatnot and we were determined to get ourselves some cotton candy we were eyeballing it we were just like ready for some of that cotton candy and of course it had pink and it had blue and it had green, yellow and all that's all the colors of the rainbow in there. And we each like took a different color and that was like our, our uh, snack for the game. We went home, both took uh, uh, dumps in various bathrooms and were shocked at the color of our shit. So uh, <laughs> I have, I definitely can re- relate to Link's uh, uh, experience as far as <laughs> being able to conjure a very specific color because we definitely were able to do the same thing. <laughs> My favorite part of that story <laughs> is the visual I got when he said, we were taking dumps in various bathrooms. <laughs> like you're pooping in this one and then you go down the hall, I'm pooping this one now. <laughs> you just like pass each other and do the nod. Yep, yep, pooping in various bathrooms. <laughs> listeners, are, listeners are like, they had more than one bathroom? Lucky. Rich. <laughs> you must be rich. You must be rich. <laughs> oh, man. Well, here, listen, we could talk poop all day, but we got more pressing matters to talk to, Shaf. I think it's time for some geek news. Geek news. 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 All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So we got a a nice handful of geek news to talk about this week before we dive into the Joker special. So first things first, uh, we can't go a week at all without talking about Avengers Endgame. So we might as well just start with Avengers Endgame. First big piece of news this week is that AMC is holding... A 59-hour, you heard that right, MCU marathon with every Marvel film in lead up to Endgame. Whew, that Just thinking about it makes me want to take a shower. <laughs> so, uh, Wonder Rob, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, the, the, lo- the longest movie marathon that you have personally committed to was a seven-movie marathon is that correct yes i don't we we may have talked about this before but i'm gonna talk about it again so back when episode seven first premiered uh amc theaters and a lot of other theaters were doing a star wars marathon where you could watch episodes one through six before seven premiered and it was timed out so when episode seven would would premiere in this marathon that it would it would be you know in line with all the other premieres so seven o'clock on a Thursday which means we had to get into the theater I think we ended up starting a movie at like one in the morning <laughs> or something <laughs> crazy like that in order to like time out all these movies you were there Shaf I saw it with you and I saw it with uh, geek so to speak contributor Hollywood Daryl that's right and uh, our old friend Caleb. Uh, who we don't talk about anymore. And that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but I can tell you that was simultaneously one of the funnest experiences I've had, but yet completely miserable. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really great way to describe it. Um, similarly, uh, 
I thought that was actually fairly, you know, fairly enjoyable by comparison to the MCU one, which at the time was, uh, this was when Age of Ultron came out. And even back then I was like, wow, there's a lot of MCU movies. There were 11 movies and that was 29 hours. And when I think about the fact that I successfully did a 29 hour movie marathon and then look at this news that AMC is having a 59 hour movie marathon that literally I did half, I did half of what the, uh, (laughs) that's right. Cause it was leading up to Avengers age of Ultron. Right. And, and that was going to be the final movie that they would show at the end of the movie marathon. By the time everyone was just disgusting, uh, gross, and asleep, that's when they're going to say, oh, now we're ready for the new movie. Anybody still awake? <laughs> here's, a, uh, <laughs> here's a little a trophy, a little uh, thing to wear around your neck to say that you completed it. And I hope you uh, shit enough in the bathrooms and that your asshole is sufficiently destroyed because of all the greasy food you've been eating for the last 29 hours. Oh, my God, dude. Imagine having to stay in a movie theater for 59 hours. Like, your ass is going to be disgusting. You're you're going to be sweaty and gross. Like, I would uh, I would hope that people bring changes of clothes and, like, take... Like, people are taking whores baths in the AMC bathroom. Washing <laughs> <laughs> their hair in the sink. I remember at one point during the 29-hour the one... Uh, because uh, I went with Caleb, uh, we ended up going into a different auditorium that there was no movie playing in because this was like after hours pretty much. Uh, and we found like a row uh, and we each like took a row and we just like tried to fall asleep and it was so uncomfortable. Uh, and you snuck out and tried to fall asleep in a separate empty theater? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then there were times where we were like, okay, it wasn't comfortable in the other theater. We would literally lay on the, the benches that were outside some of the theaters, uh, like still with inside the actual building itself, but outside like the auditoriums, there were like those hard metal benches and we were trying to lay on those to fall asleep. We couldn't eventually we like moved and one of us, uh, sat in like the passenger seat, like with like the seat, uh, sort of like reclined back of my car. I was trying to lay in the back seat. It was the most oh, uncomfortable, yeah. miserable experience. And, um, it was still su- super fun. Like we, we like made the most of it and it was a great time. And it was like a, uh, a crowning achievement. And I remember coming home from this 29 hour thing and seeing Katrina. And it was like, I was seeing her with like new eyeballs. <laughs> I was I'm like, running. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so nice to see you. She was like, Oh my gosh, you missed me. So I'm like, I missed you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I can't even imagine what these people are going to go through for 59 hours. Like I, I am really impressed, but if anybody can make it through it and you know, doesn't die, but you gotta like dive into your PTO at work. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, that's the other thing like is like, they, they you don't get reserved seats. So like you're spending a good majority of your day prior to the 59 hours just getting in line so that you can get a good seat because God forbid you end up being the fucking schmo sitting in the front row. I didn't mean to rhyme there, but that worked out. Uh, (laughs) For 59 hours, like watching every movie with your like neck just in a crick, you know, it's just like unreal. So 
I don't know, man. I, I, that sounds like the worst thing ever, 59 hours. And then to lead it all up to the movie that you really wanted to see all along. And by that point, you're just beyond exhausted and feeling disgusting. Like, that's, that's not how you want to see Endgame. No, it's absolutely not. As soon as I saw this story pop up in my feed, I was like, pass, hard <laughs> pass. Absolutely not. Even if I was in an alternate universe where I didn't have a baby and I wasn't married and I had all the free time in the world to do this, I would still be, nope. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. But here's the thing. I'm not going to have to worry about Avengers Endgame. You're not going to have to worry about Avengers Endgame because we already got our tickets. Uh, That's right. That is right. right. And are we, you going to uh, sell your tickets for uh, five grand <laughs> on eBay? <laughs> part of me is tempted, but I'm like, nobody's going nobody's gonna to pay $5,000 for a ticket. Like if you pay $5,000 to see Avengers Endgame on opening night, you're the April Fool, my friend. That is a good point. It's showing all weekend, you guys. There's more than one show. Right. And, and nothing. nobody says this is the only showing you could ever see in your life. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. not worth it. But more power what, to the people who... Like, what, you, you, can't, you can't avoid social media for a, a goddamn 24-hour period and then, like, see it the next day. Like, if worse came to worse and you couldn't get tickets, like, seriously, it's not that bad. And there are so many uh, screens... Plenty of theaters that just don't have reserved seats that you just have to get in line a little bit earlier and so be it. Like, that's how it goes. But, um, I mean, anybody who didn't think it was going to be rough getting tickets to this wasn't thinking clearly because this is fucking Endgame and Infinity War was the same way. So it's like we already knew a year ago how bad it was. And this is already three times more profitable in the pre-sales than Infinity yeah. War. It's, it's blowing records out the ass. So I hope uh, you loyal listeners out there, you already have your tickets. Otherwise, you might be waiting a little bit. <laughs> Totes <clears throat> my goats. Yes. What else we got, Shav? Oh, okay. Okay. So let's see this. Um, all right. So we're going to switch over, keeping in Disney, but we're going to talk about some Star Wars news. So Star Wars 9, we still don't officially know the title, which sucks. I'm, I'm sure we'll find out eventually soon with this whole Star Wars uh, celebration uh, coming up soon. But, uh, a leaked poster came out uh, just the other day, and uh, it, a lot of people were like, is this just a fan art situation? Is this real? Uh, but no, in fact, it is very much the official thing. It is uh, leaked images of the poster as well as some of the characters that we sort of thought were going to be involved, but now we know for sure. Um, the poster itself, I don't what do you think about it, Wonder Rob? I'm, I kind of think it's a little bit... Uh, it's busy. Yeah, it's, it's very busy. Uh, I, I don't think it really says much about the plot other than... There's uh, a, a few interesting little things about it. But Yeah. Um, uh, the, the few things that stand out to me right away is um, the fact that C-3PO is holding a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, C-3PO is frigging amped and ready to go. Now... Uh, if you haven't seen this poster, I mean, just do a quick Google search leaked Star Wars poster. You can find it. It's everywhere. But the, the interesting thing about C-3PO in this poster, because Chewie is up above him, C-3PO is holding Chewie's bow and he's wearing Chewie's little sash. Yeah, that's right. And you can see it to compare within the posters. And so that's kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> that Chewbacca is going to get... Uh... Like, is that, is that a big enough spoiler that they would put that in the poster? 
Mm. Or maybe they're misleading. Because if if Chewbacca dies in this movie, everybody's going to be sad. But would you give it away in the poster? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. But I do think it's pretty interesting that he's wielding a gun. What's he going to do? <laughs> oh. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's really great. My, oh, master. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> Falling backwards as he shoots it. Yeah. Oh, thank the maker. I didn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, kind of an interesting uh, sight is the, the Knights of Ren are prominently featured on the poster. Uh, now, if as we recall back in the uh, Force Awakens, there's a brief glimpse of the Knights of Ren, um, but that's pretty much it. And that was a J.J. Abrams flick. And now we be with uh, Star Wars Nine being back to J.J. Abrams' uh, reins of control. Looks like the he's kind of course correcting and bringing back these. Um, I guess they're followers of Kylo Ren. I mean, we don't really know much about them. Groupies, space yeah. groupies, dude. <laughs> so but yeah they're all kind of decked out with with uh, similar helmets and and uh the dark cloaks and everything so we'll find out more about them uh looks like kylo ren's helmet has been put back together with some red crazy glue <laughs> yeah he's so mad he's like oh I smashed my helmet oh i gotta fix this <laughs> it's like is this not the I know it's the long time ago, but clearly they have the technology we don't have. And yet rather than just get a new helmet, he's <laughs> finds every little piece that it came from and, and, is, and is literally gluing it together with red glue. It's, it's literally red glue. Like, unless it's yeah. like, unless it's like Sith, Sith powered glue. I, I don't know, but it's like glowing red. So this guy doesn't that. know about Sith glue. <laughs> not a true fan not a true fan let me tell you what bothers me about this poster is how kylo ren is holding his lightsaber he's holding it backwards so yeah. he's, got, he's got his arm out and he's got the blade uh, you've all seen how people hold the sword it's sort of hard to describe the poster <laughs> but if you hold a sword you hold the sword right side up he's holding it upside down and he's like ho- pulling it away from his body so like i don't know what he's doing it just looks like a really awkward pose and a pose that no one would make even if you were fighting like why are you holding your lightsaber like that it's like somebody threw it at him and he caught it here's your lightsaber (laughs) dude (laughs) turn it off before you throw it at me (laughs) that does what it looks like that's totally what it looks like oh my god (laughs) he's very upset Um, um there's a fair amount of of alien creatures uh we see a few in the, the poster, and then we also see a few more in what looks to be some some concept art as well as some uh, pictures with uh, costumes and things like that. So yeah. it looks like some, for, some interesting uh, non-humanoid uh, aliens. So we're not going to see just, you know, uh, biped-type uh, creatures. We're going to see some interesting ones as well as uh, some droids that we haven't seen before. Uh, and then I think a notable entrance is potentially Lando's daughter. Uh, might be in the movie as well. She's so in that, the poster. She's on the upper right, and she's out of focus. <laughs> Typical Disney. Always pushing back the black people. <laughs> Typical. Um, but yeah, rumor has it that that's going to be Lando's little girl. Um, but in this leaked concept art or like action figure art, or it might be references for action figures. There's some interesting stuff there too. Just like you said, there's a droid uh, who 
according to the info that's been leaked, is a uh, whole purpose is to annoy BB-8. <laughs> and it looks like a robot riding a unicycle. It's like they took the the rolling ball idea of BB-8 and just said, what if it was a unicycle? And made that. At the bottom, you got your boy Lando looking fly as hell. I like how they call him old Lando in the description. Like he's just Lando. Like, you know, go like, like, I don't know, insulting him about it. It's just because he's older. Yeah. Duh. That's what happens. You know, when you they call when, everybody old Luke and old, uh, no, <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they do have a young Mon cow. Uh, or, or something like that, but okay. And Dominic Monaghan as resistance officer. <laughs> Landing those big parts since lost, Dominic. <laughs> That's right. You all, everybody. <laughs> Spoiler, Star Wars is the island. It all, it's all connected. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what, what comes of all of this. But if this is the actual poster, I think they can do better. Um and uh, I think we need a title. Uh, what are we waiting for? Come on, let's get our freaking title. Let's make guesses on on the title. Okay, so Star Wars Episode Nine. Toss me my lightsaber. Okay, I like that one. I like that one. Um, let's see, Star Wars Episode Nine. You all, everybody. What's his band's name? I forgot. Oh man, I love Lost so much, and yet I can't Drive Shaft. That's what okay. it is. All right. So Star Wars 9, Drive Shaft. <laughs> Star Wars 9. Hey, is that Dominic Monaghan? <laughs> I love it. Awesome. The, so, yeah. So, we'll, for the movie is, yes, it is. As we find out more, we will keep you guys posted on all of that. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun waiting for that Star Wars news, everybody. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's switch gears and talk about some Fox Disney stuff. So at uh, CinemaCon recently, a little nugget has been dropped. It's uh, essentially official. It hasn't been officially announced, but it's been officially announced, if you know what I mean. The New Mutants, the often joked about and completely dismissed X-Men movie, is reportedly going to be actually released this year as opposed to being uh, delegated to... Disney streaming service or Hulu or something along those lines. Um, so rumor has it that it's, it's being tracked for an August release date. And excuse me, I, I've been drinking diet Coke and I burped into the microphone. <laughs> okay. As I'm sure everybody listening is super duper, duper pumped about this movie supposedly is coming out. Uh, Disney, Disney, reportedly has been indecisive in regards to what they're going to do with this project, but I guess it's coming out. Um, Yay. (laughs) I could care less about this stupid fucking movie. Seriously. New mutants. By the time it comes out, it's going to be called the old mutants. (laughs) I really don't care um, about it. If it, if it ever appears, that's great. Maybe we'll be forced to see it. Um, definitely the characters in the, in the movie itself, as far as the new mutants, we've got Wolfsbane, Magic, Cannonball, Danny Moonstar, and Sunspot, of which I really only know of Magic, Wolfsbane, and Cannonball. 
maybe sunspot, but I feel like I get sunspot confused with sunfire or whatever the other suns type names are. So I don't know what to say about this movie, but even the actors don't know anything about this movie. Like Maisie Williams was recently interviewed and she's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this movie. Um, if it's going to come out, it's like, we're supposed to have reshoots to make things scarier, but we don't know anything yet. And uh, so, you know, that, if the actors don't even know, good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Yes. Uh, just so that touches on what I was going to say next. So this movie is still set to have reshoots, massive reshoots. Of course, there's been no word on when or if this is actually going to happen. I'm still, I don't know how much I be- believe this. Part of me wants to say that maybe when this subject was brought up during CinemaCon, instead of getting into a whole big thing about where they're going to push this movie off to, they just sort of like went with it. Yeah, it's coming out. Don't worry about it. Eh, <laughs> it'll be here. That's Don't possible. Just kind of like misdirect. We won't worry about the details here, but yeah, you'll see it eventually. But if they do release it, I mean, I think it's, I think if they put this out and the dark Phoenix within this year, I think even though Disney said that they're not in any sort of major rush to to pull the X-Men into the MCU, I think it's just going to confuse and muck up things even more, especially since new Mutants was being touted as like sort of a reboot of the X-Men franchise, or at least when they first announced this movie, that's what they were sort of doing it. Or maybe not a reboot, but more like passing the reins over to new characters. So like, we're not seeing Cyclops and Storm all the time anymore. Um, I doubt, highly doubt that this would be integrated within the MCU. And they've gone on record saying that pretty much the only thing guaranteed to be uh, smushed into the MCU right now is Deadpool. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt if this movie is or is not going to be released. Uh, as a matter of fact, you just you just decide. Is it going to be released? Your opinion counts, everybody. That's why you listen to this show. <laughs> That's right. Nobody cares about the new mutants. Nobody. Nobody. I'm getting angry, Shaf, just thinking about it. Give me some, give me some news. All right, I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to switch gears. We'll take it away. Switch me. Huh? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. I'm going to switch gears in the most literal sense ever by talking about the Nintendo Switch. Oh, some video game news. <laughs> we so, do it all. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you are a Nintendo Switch owner and you thought to yourself, I like my Switch, but I wish that I d- couldn't play it on the TV. <laughs> I wish yeah. it was only something I could play handheld. Guess what? What? You're in luck because oh. Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo company, is sort of deciding they're they're not going to make a sequel to the Switch just yet, but they are going to make some modifications so that for the pro gamers, those that are really invested, they've got a super super size model, and for those that are on a budget and don't have that kind of money, then they can go ahead and go that route as well, but still end up getting people uh, set up on the Switch. So uh, for those that are looking for a budget, uh, the Switch is going to be a more traditional handheld game. So uh, the aspect of the Joy-Cons being removable, they will not. They will actually be fixed. Uh, there's no, not going to be any more rumble feature on the controller to bring the cost down. And uh, it's presumably not going to be available to be played docked uh, in terms of like 
to be accessed on a computer without uh, the purchase of a separate, I said computer, I meant TV, uh, without the purchase <laughs> I of was a, just waiting. a separate controller. So that's like a, the budget one, which to me, uh, I don't quite understand this, but um, I guess, see, I never really thought the Switch was super expensive. Like in comparison to other systems out there, I never felt like it was a price gouged system that wasn't affordable by most. I mean, yeah. uh, systems are systems. Like what, what are you going to do? I mean, that's what it is. But um, I don't know. I just kind of felt like this budget version is going to make people more angry than happy because it's removing the things that make the switch the switch, in my opinion. Like the whole point is that it can switch from one to another. If you take that away, it's not really a switch anymore. Yeah, it's the stay. They call it the <laughs> Nintendo stay. <laughs> now, wonder Rob, there was another version, a uh, a more uh, premium version of the console. Yes. So that that one is more up in the air because uh, Wall Street Journal was who was reporting on this, and you know how it is. You got to have a subscription to Wall Street Journal if you want to report on Wall Street Journal. So where where all the news on this is sort of secondhand. Everybody reporting on what the Wall Street Journal said, but the the uh, high power steroid switch uh, supposedly is going to have higher resolution graphics. So I don't think that necessarily means that the graphics are going to be better in terms of the development, but you're just going to be able to get a sharper image on your TV screen. Uh, They're aiming for 4K or uh, HDR visuals. it's also rumored that the screen will be bigger and it'll have a little more under the hood, meaning like battery life and all that stuff. Because obviously if you're going to support a higher resolution, if you're going to support, you know, bigger screen and all that good stuff, obviously you'll need a bigger battery because the switch battery, listen, I loved my switch when it came out. It's, it's literally right in front of me. I'm going to show you shop. <laughs> Here it is. It's covered in dust. Here, listen, ASMR, ASR. I don't know what, the, whatever. <laughs> it's blowing the dust off my switch. So, <laughs> I, I I forgot what I was even talking about. Uh, you, just, <laughs> you haven't played it in a while, and I actually have to agree yeah. with you. Um, I have been itching to to play the Switch, but I have not played it in a while, and I think the reason why, and I think this can really apply to both of us, is we are still glued. To Red Dead Redemption 2. It's true, man. I can't, <laughs> there's two things you can count on for geeks, so to speak. Number one, there's always at least one piece of Avengers Endgame news. And number two, we mention or talk about Red Dead Redemption every episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're still playing it. We've been playing it since it came out. And it's that good, you guys. And we haven't even dipped our toes into the online yet. It's uh, true. It's we'll true. Get there oh. one day. By the way, since we're talking about Red Dead, I wanted to mention... Oh, here we go. Uh, Switch gears. All right, I, I I'm ready. To mention, I want to mention. So I was talking with my uh, uh, with my voiceover coach. So for those that know, our listeners don't know, I've got a personalized voiceover coaching uh, situation that I've got set up with. And uh, this uh, really awesome uh, voiceover actress has been helping me out. Her name is Jessie. And uh, she actually provided voiceover work for Red Dead Redemption 2. And she was kind of describing her experience with it. And apparently it involved uh, when she was doing the voiceover work, she was actually, uh, it was through like a teleprompter. So she had like a teleprompter in front of her and that there were various lines that she had to say. 
but I, I was asking her what part she played because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, have I encountered her character in the game yet? How crazy would that be? And mm-hmm. she was letting me know that she was actually providing voices for um, basically like the... Uh, in terms of like Rockstar, how they treat it, they call it the general population. So mm-hmm. in the city of, of Saint-Denis, uh, Saint-Denis, for those that uh, choose to pronounce That's what it. I call it. <laughs> I don't get all fancy with it. <laughs> for those that are in that city and you're just kind of walking around and sort of like listening to the citizens walking around and talking and stuff, she is among those voices. So she provided a lot of the, uh, the sort of the background uh, conversations that are going on. So, like, I, I wonder if she's one of the women, like the women, the women's suffrage movement, who's like, I want a vote. Oh, yes, she might have vote because there's she a lot of been. those. And she also said that there, she was because she plays the game too. She said she was playing the other day and she heard her laugh while she was walking through the town, and it was like the coolest thing. She was like, just out of like nowhere, just this like uh, very like trademark laugh for her, and she was like, oh my god, that's me. I was like, how cool is that? So uh, one day I will be in a video game as well. And I can't wait to to share that detail. Me too. Both of us. That's right. Both of us, Sean. (laughs) But probably you before me. (laughs) Oh, boy. But We've um, got some more uh, video game news, right, Wonder Rob? Yeah. So I just wanted to touch up on one one last thing about the Switch before we move on. Oh, yes, please do. Excuse me. So the... The simple fact that they're redoing these things, it, it doesn't surprise me at all uh, because, as I'm sure you know, Shaf, Nintendo has a, a notorious history of selling you something and then a year later just selling you a new version of it and then a year later selling you a new version of that because your boy had a Game Boy Advance and your boy had the Nintendo Flip. Uh, I even forget what it was, but it was the Game Boy Advance that was just like, the DS. Phone. D- no, the DS was the dual screen. Oh, the that's Game right. Boy Advance was just, uh, it had a, an updated model that just opened like a flip phone. Of course, I had that. Then you had the Game Boy Mini, or the Game Boy Advance Mini, Micro, excuse me, Game Boy Advance Micro, which was like five inches long, uh, <laughs> sort of like a five inch long uh, game. <laughs> and <laughs> then you got your Nintendo DS and you got your DS XL. You got your 3DS. You got your 2DS. They took away the whole thing that they were selling it on. They got rid of the 3D. And now here you go. You got your new Switch. So ultimately, my big build up here is do you see yourself buying a new Switch? No. What? No. Not, not even a to go one. No, because I still use mine to go. Like what I w- what I do wish is that the Switch and its corresponding Joy-Cons had better battery life. That's the one thing that I feel like is really lacking on these game uh, on the system uh, and its, and its peripherals is that I don't get to play it for very for very long before I have to plug it in uh, and, and dock it, or I have to make sure I've got myself connected to AC power. Like it's just that is a little frustrating to me. Yeah, I agree. I probably also won't be buying a new one unless they have some sort of killer app that you absolutely need to play. So good <laughs> on you, Switch, for trying to make money, but you're not tricking us. We're not going to fall for it. We're not going to fall for it. Speaking of not fall for it, Sega Genesis Mini is rolling out. <laughs> Sega Genesis, uh, the widely known competitor to the Super Nintendo. I don't 
do you remember these commercials from when you were a kid where it was like Sega does what Nintendo don't? Do you remember those? No, I don't. Oh man, those were it. They were like 16-bit graphics, blast processor. <laughs> you go fast, and it would show like Sonic the Hedgehog running around versus Nintendo, and it was like Mario Kart squirting along the corners. Oh man. But it wasn't Super Nintendo 16-bit as well? Well, this was these particular um, ads were like, well, I maybe I'm getting it mixed up. I was about to say it was before the Super Nintendo. I think I'm mixing two commercials in, together, oh, actually, okay. in my memory. But ultimately, the biggest war that there ever was, and still probably the greatest, was Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis when we were kids. And of course, Nintendo put out their NES Mini, which I have. Look at it, Shaf. I'm holding it right now. Oh, it's so cute. And then, oh, it's plugged in. I was about to grab my Super Nintendo Mini, which uh, you also have, which we both pre-ordered. Well, you pre-ordered for me because you're a good friend. (laughs) And we even reviewed the SNES Classic way back when Geek So To Speak was just a baby podcast. Yeah, I think like episode 10 or 11 or something like that. You got that right. So now Sega Genesis is ready to dive into the mini market. And like I said, they are releasing a Sega Genesis Mini with 40 games. Um, now, to me, I feel like they've released Sega Genesis Minis already. Or I, I could have swore well, I've you're seen. right. Okay, so they they have definitely released because I remember I remember seeing something like this at Urban Outfitters. Like you know how you can buy those like retro consoles. Uh, mm-hmm. And Sega was one of those things, and it had a bunch of games all in one. Um, but I don't I. I doubt that was like through sega i feel like that was like through like a third party or something like that but yeah maybe they licensed it but 40 games that's a lot of games to throw down in a mini console i mean uh i'm pretty sure the snes only had like what 21 22 maybe something like that something like that uh definitely i felt like it didn't have as much as the nintendo but the nintendo games you know they're they're small easy to play games sure but Remember, I'm, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling through the story here right now to get to the list of games. And the first thing I see as soon as I started scrolling, scrolling was the word Sega in all caps and all these exclamation points. And it immediately reminded me of booting it up. Sega. Free <laughs> 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 of charge. Don't sue us, Sega. Um, so here are 10 games. They haven't released the full list of games that are going to be released, but they did release 10 games. So I want your opinions on this, Shaf, because I know you weren't a Sega boy growing up. So I want to know what you, I want to hear what you know and what you don't know. You got your Altered Beasts. You ever played that? I've heard of it. I've never played it. That was one of my favorite games. Now, I never had a Sega Genesis, but my next door neighbor had a Sega Genesis and I played that a lot. Altered Beast was at the arcade, too. I loved that game. Uh, you got your Castlevania Bloodlines, Comics Zone, and that's comics with an X, you guys. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. That's sort of like what I call my butt after Taco Bell. 
<laughs> Echo the Dolphin, I played a lot. So did I. That one I did play. My uncle had a Sega, and I don't recall any other games that he had except for Echo the Dolphin, which is one that we played all the time. So I do remember that one. Echo the Dolphin was like their big flagship game outside of Sonic the Hedgehog. Like that was the big game that they were pushing and pushing. Oh yeah. I remember thinking the graphics were so good. I'm sure if I looked at it now, I would just like throw my TV off the Empire State Building. Oh yeah. Well, it, it's like garbage. iOS games are, are more, uh, even like the most cartoony are going to be better graphics than, than Echo. But yeah, back at the, that time, 16 bit, holy shit. That was, that was where it, it was, was looking at. good, dude. It was looking good. You got your Gunstar Heroes, Shining Force, Stop the Presses, surprise, surprise, Sonic the Hedgehog is in this. If you've never never played Sonic that Hedgehog, guess what? This is your chance. <laughs> one person who's maybe never played Sonic that Hedgehog. Space Harrier 2, and a personal favorite of mine, Toe Jam and Earl. Definitely played that. That was a good one. So uh, the Sega Genesis Mini, it's going to come with a pair of classic controllers, uh, wired controllers, USB power adapter, power cable, and HDMI cable it's reported that the console is going to be 55 percent the size of the original sega genesis the original sega genesis was a brick you guys i don't know if you remember that um so all 40 games haven't been released just those there's also going to be different games in terms of where it's released so overseas in uh, japan they're going to have a, a few different games that aren't going to be on the sega genesis that's released here i'm tempted to buy this I I I think this would be really good on my shelf next to the Nintendo Mini that I played once and my <laughs> Super Nintendo Mini that I played. Well, I definitely played it more than once, but it's been sitting there collecting. Those. I would say for 40 games, uh, HDMI compatibility and, uh, you know, obviously the way it looks, 80 bucks is really not that much. That's a pretty reasonably priced mini console, in my opinion. No, it's not bad. I got to go ahead and put in a pre-order, I think. Because I, you know what? I think I convinced myself. I think I am going to buy this. I hope that the, the system comes with Road Rash. I don't think you can make a Ooh. Sega Genesis Mini without throwing Road Rash down. That's a good call. That, that, I like it. I like where you're thinking. And I hope <laughs> they get some non-licensed, or excuse me, I hope they license some good Sega Genesis games, not just like the uh, the majority of games that Sega produce themselves like you know what i sort of feel like going back and playing is some goddamn earthworm gym i was just gonna say earthworm gym it's so funny you said that that's right cosmic connection that's best friend dude, i love that game earthworm gym was where it was at plus the soundtrack was fucking dope for earthworm gym or booger man did you ever play booger man that one i don't Ooh. know about that's too bad, man. You missed out. You missed out on Booger Man. Balls. <laughs> they have like, like a fighting game. Balls. Want to play that? Put Mortal Kombat 2. We talked about this last week. But I love Mortal Kombat 2. Ooh. I'm, I'm getting a Jones for some Mortal Kombat 2 right now, actually. I might download that game. <laughs> All right. Well, before I get too hard thinking about Mortal Kombat, <laughs> let's move on, everybody. So this week as i'm sure you know was april fools and the internet loves to fool you when it comes to april fools so we uh we cherry picked some some april fool stories and we're reporting on them only because we wish 
they were real or they're so dumb that if they were real, we would quit the podcast. <laughs> That's why. So, uh, Shaf, why don't you why don't you serve up some of that April Fool goodness? Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, as many of you know, I am a huge Lego maniac. I love Lego, um, and you know, if you're if you're a Lego fan like I am, then you know the struggle. You have felt the pain of. Uh, not only stepping on Lego pieces, but also when you're trying to find that one Lego piece in the massive, huge heaping pile of Lego pieces, and you just want to find that one, uh, one by two plate or stud or brick or whatever. Well, April Fool's uh, pranks uh, from Lego, (laughs) they fucking nailed it. So we wish that this was real, that uh, because they... Uh, sort of (laughs) um, joked with us and showed us an app that they had been working on called Lego Find My Brick. And this particular (laughs) app, when you would when you would pull it up on your phone and you would basically use your camera to scan over the giant pile of Legos, as long as you plugged in what brick you were looking for, it would highlight that brick amongst in sort of like an x-ray fashion, and it would uh, showcase where it was so you could find it easily. How amazing would that be, Wonder Rob, if that were the real deal? That's pretty interesting. It's like uh, like in the old police movies in the 90s where they'd show a picture and it'd be like, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Found him. <laughs> so yeah, so, I mean, that, I just think like that would save so much time. Uh, if that were real, uh, man. And I almost, I when I first saw the article, it, it hadn't fully dawned on me that it was April Fool's. So I was at that point a little bit gullible and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. How are they doing that? How, how kind of technology do they have to to sit, like scan through bricks, like to find enough? I was like, I was like trying to justify it in my head. And then I was like, hey, you idiot. You dumb it's idiot. It's a fake article. Ah, I think that if they could sort of split the difference with the idea behind the sap, that it would be really cool. Meaning like, maybe not you take a picture of your Legos and it finds the one Lego you need. But maybe if I had a Lego app where if I held a Lego or put a Lego on the table and took a picture of it, it says, oh, this is this number. And, you know, if I wanted to order more of that particular Lego or like gives you ideas of what to do with these these pieces, like I think that would be a neat a neat app. So why don't you get on it, Lego? Yeah, let's do that. Let's figure okay. it out. So that is a story that we wish was real. I'm going to hit you guys up with the story that Shaf wishes was real. <laughs> Zach Efron to pop his claws as Wolverine for an X-Men MCU reboot. That's right, everybody. In this alternate universe, Zach Efron has been confirmed to play the Harry Mutant. Kevin Feige said, and I quote, we'd always hoped that one day the X-Men would find their way into the MCU. Now that the deal is complete, we can finally tease some of our plans. There's no careful way to go about announcing the next actor to play Wolverine. People are really attached to the character at this point. And so, rather than keep everyone in suspense, we thought we'd use this exciting announcement as a sign of great things to come. Hughes' input on who should replace him as Wolverine was very important to us. He's been instrumental in building the X-Men universe on screen since the start of the franchise. So when we, or when he came to the 
idea of casting a former Disney star, we kept the idea in our back pocket. End quote. Uh, <laughs> now, I know you saw this story shop and you got very excited. Oh, I yeah. know you did. You were like, oh, he's got the hair for it. I am a, a, a heterosexual man. And if Zac Efron wanted to have sex, I would bend over uh, in a Wow. <laughs> wow. This is getting out of hand. Like, I would have <laughs> sex with Zac Efron, but if you had sex with Zac Efron, I'd be like, details. <laughs> yeah. Would you have a camera? <laughs> That's how we play things. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. If I'm actually, I'd be okay with that because this dude is fucking ripped. And if anybody, you know, he's got the, like, granted, I don't, I think he's too tall. I, I really want the next Wolverine to be appropriate. Uh, well, maybe not super. He can't be like exactly comic book accurate because then you're really just casting, for, for lack of a better word, a little person who happens to be really buff. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the actor who ran like 5'2 or something like that. <laughs> he's, he's a short guy. As a matter of fact, let's look it up right now. Let me just hop on the Googs and Google this Wolverine Comics height. Let's see how close you are, my friend. According to Marvel Comics, Wolverine is 5'3". Oh, it was one inch off. Ah, that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. I, uh, I set oh, you up. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Here, here's a little Wolverine fact that I don't know if you know this, Shaf, and maybe the listeners don't know this, but did you know originally, before they cast Hugh Jackman, that in the running, in major consideration for the part was none other than British actor Bob Hoskins. <laughs> and that's not an April Fool's. That is a real fact. Bob Hoskins was considered for the part. No way. That's true. Oh, here it comes. I'm going to have to get on the Googs again. Bob Hoskins. This is how slow I type, everybody. Wolverine. This is just like when I told you about Michael Douglas getting throat cancer from cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, listeners, if you did not hear that part of the episode last week, you got to make sure to, uh, I believe, scroll your way over to like an hour and maybe 12 or 13 minutes in because that's where the magic happens. It's so worth it. It's good. We have a special surprise guest, actually, that I was unaware of <laughs> up until <laughs> I was told about it. Okay. This is the title of the story. This was not posted on April 1st. X-Men legend on why he wanted Bob Hoskins to play Wolverine and Deadpool team up movie rumors. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, scroll down the page here. Let's see. Don't, don't you worry, guys. This is, this is the kind of content that you listen to Geek, so to speak, for. Looks like I'm, sort of sc- I'm scrolling through this. They also considered Tom Selleck. <laughs> interesting well you know what i'm getting tired of reading oh, this here story. i found it i found it uh all right so he says you said that your first choice to play logan wolverine was bob hoskins and he said well that's a perception of the medium in 1988 at the same time when i was looking at the pair of pairing of aurora uh which is uh um Storm. Storm and Logan. To me, it seemed perfectly rational to have Angela Bassett and Bob Hoskins because the image I had of Hoskins was from the films he made in England where they emphasized in terms of his character, the harshness, 
the harshness, the cockney, the brutality of him. There was a film he did called uh, Lassiter with Tom Selleck. And if you look at the two of them together, Tom Selleck is a six foot plus powerful, handsome, glorious leading man. And Tom Hoskins is this little cop. <laughs> and Selleck comes to the door of Hoskins' house and Hoskins takes one look at him and hauls off and shoves Selleck back down the drive yelling, you come to my house? And just kept repeating it over and over. Uh, and so, I, yeah, okay. All right, I get it. All right, so it's a true fact. You doubted me. I did doubt you, and I apologize for that. That's right. That's right. Apology accepted. <laughs> oh, feels so good. Oh. Bob Hoskins has range, and I don't. I don't think I necessarily would have had a problem with Bob Hoskins playing him as long as you know he leaned up a little bit and you know took care of himself. But joke would have been on them because he died like three years later after X. <laughs> so, so that would have been a very short-lived Wolverine. So there oh. you go, folks. Zach Efron in an alternate universe is popping his claws as Wolverine. <laughs> now, um, in addition to those sort of major April Fool's geek news stories that we wish were true, there's a few that um, either technically are true um, or will be true. And I wanted to talk briefly about those. So uh, Think Geek, which, uh, as you know, is a very famous um, geek merchandise and memorabilia type website. Uh, And frequently, uh, they're kind of the kings of April Fool's because they will introduce a product and it'll be a total joke. And then not long after, the, the general public will be clamoring that Think Geek makes it a reality, and they do. So oftentimes, they all the things they tease turn out to be the real deal. And this year yeah. is definitely no exception because uh, some of the the biggest um, uh, products that they sort of promoted on April Fools uh, were included the Captain Marvel Universal Pager. So that one appeared, and uh, and that looks pretty darn cool. Uh, I don't think you'll necessarily be able to reach Captain Marvel, but uh, it is a uh, Bluetooth replica, uh, so pretty pretty sweet on that. Great. Also, a, a Kirby version of a Roomby robot vacuum. So imagine if Kirby was sucking up the dust. Oh, <laughs> dude, I like that. I like that. Uh, for all of us that played NBA Jam uh, back as kids, the uh, and maybe we're playing um, as well uh, with the basketball hoops attached to our closet doors and, and our bedroom doors. Now the hoop comes with actual flames. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I was sort of picturing that you were going to say a basketball that lights on fire. <laughs> it's on fire. I loved NBA Jam, dude. Yeah, it was my jam. I put in the cheat code and plays Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, every time, totally. Um, who was one of my favorites? I always like playing as uh, Mark Turmel. <laughs> he was like a game designer, and he just had a funny, like, long hair. And I was always like, I want to be the awkward looking dude, Mark Turmel. So that's that's who I am. And favorite, Mark Turmel, uh, if you're listening to us, uh, I Mark. Mark. Just know that imitation is the highest form of flattery. Okay. So. <laughs> I would always be Muggsy Bogues also, because I'd be dunking from half court with Muggsy Bogues, which I just thought was hilarious. <laughs> or P Funk. I was P Funk a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Um, good times. Some other products uh, the Thor Mighty Mjolnir mailbox. Say that one five times fast. Jeez Louise. So, this mailbox Mjolnir. can't be moved, and only those who are worthy can open it. <laughs> to get the envelopes and packages inside. Wow. No one's going to steal this this mailbox, that's for sure. 
some uh, motion-controlled mimic packages. So if you don't want people to steal your FedEx box, uh, then this will basically sort of spawn teeth and make it look like it's going to eat you. So pretty cool about that. I think of all of those products, probably the one that's going to be the reality is the Captain Marvel pager, I would say. It wouldn't surprise me if they put out a little replica pager thing. Yes. Like, and then uh, yeah, the other article... Me. The other article I wanted to share, and this one's because I know Wonder Rob. Wonder Rob loves McDonald's. That's, that's like true. Like, that's like his jam. Like, if if all else fails, you're gonna find him with some McDonald's in his hand. So, I eat McDonald's uh, maybe three times a week, maybe four. By by all scientific research, I should be dead <laughs> at this point. <laughs> how much mcdonald's i eat but i'm still kicking you guys <laughs> so if i don't show up for next week's podcast it's because i've died of mcdonald's overdose okay. <laughs> continue so mcdonald's decided to get in on the april fool's joke uh situation to announce a new burger and this burger happened to anger a bunch of customers in australia uh, pretty much backfired on them because uh, you could say McDonald's got themselves into a bit of a pickle yuck, yuck, when, yuck. They, uh, when they released this new burger called the, yep, you guessed it, the McPickle uh, that they were adding to their menu. And so I'm going to read to you the uh, blurb uh, and I'll do it in my my voiceover commercial. Yes, give uh, us a taste voice. of your commercial voice. <clears throat> Look good, feel good. Yeah. Good. You got it. All right. Pickle lovers, it's the news you've all been waiting for. We're super stoked to announce the launch of our brand new McPickle Burger. It's time to tuck into juicy, flavorsome pickles layered between melted cheese, ketchup sauce, and toasted sesame seed buns. It's sure to be a treat for all your senses. Hashtag, I'm loving it. I'm shitting pickles. (laughs) This picture of it's pure pickles and cheese and ketchup and just bread. I don't know about this, but absolutely would not try. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's pickles are the worst pickles. They're an abomination. So interestingly enough, and I I had the same reaction. I was like, this looks disgusting. I have no desire. In fact, when I order my burger, I say no pickles, please. So like, I don't even want the one or two that are supposed to be on the burger. So Mm. I definitely don't want the 510 that they decide to replace my meat with. So that's not going to work. But interestingly enough, people were getting really upset and it wasn't because they announced this burger. And people were like, gross. No, actually, the opposite. They were upset because they knew it was fake and they wanted it to be real. (sighs) Like Instagram user comments and said, (laughs) I'm going to order a thousand. Another fan wrote, oh my God, it's a burger designed for me. That sounds so gross. I'm getting upset thinking about it. (laughs) Like if I took a bite out of a Big Mac that was all pickles. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I get so mad when I bite into a Big Mac when I say no pickles and there's just a and there's a one pickle, a stray pickle that made it. Ugh, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting physically upset <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> if I wonder if you were to go to Australia now like after everybody was so up in arms and like now McDonald's actually has to start releasing the McPickle burger just because there's this clear demand for people who don't understand what a burger is. Uh, yeah, I'm t- I'm looking at you Australia. That's right. Our, all our Australian listeners out there. <laughs> we just lost an entire continent. 
they're they're just hanging out being upside down <laughs> they're crazy over there oh, you guys man. but yeah so i just wanted to find out if wonder rob would eat this burger and we no. found out that he would not touch this burger absolutely not there see maybe we should have a geek so to speak food segment because <laughs> we're talking about food a lot this is the first time we've ever talked about food i know this. it is the first time <laughs> what i would try and what I thought was an April Fool's joke was uh, Burger King announced that they're going to go with the um, the Impossible Burger, a Whopper Impossible Burger, which I think is actually a very interesting choice. And I think I would be I would be very interested to try an Impossible or Beyond version of the Big Mac. What does that mean? Impossible is that a brand name? It's it's a brand name of Veggie Patty. So okay, gotcha. the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger. A lot of times when you go to various restaurants, when they have a veggie burger, nine times out of 10, it's one of these two burgers. Like it's just, it's like, you know, the burgers that you get at the grocery store, it's just veggie burgers. But it's like the Beyond Burger and the Impossible Burger are touted as tasting the most like a burger. Gotcha. Uh, And a lot of people say they taste really well. Now, I tried a Beyond Burger actually this last weekend for the first time out of pure curiosity but I wasn't super duper impressed. But the reason I wasn't impressed was for probably the place I ordered it. I went to this uh, Mediterranean restaurant who happened to have a Mediterranean Beyond Burger. But I said, can you serve me this burger just like a normal burger? Like, can you just put ketchup, mustard, you know, lettuce, uh, tomatoes, just like that? And they said, yeah, sure. Of course, they gave it to me. And it it. It had lettuce. <laughs> it's got like basmati rice. And they didn't it. have ketchup or mustard. Like I think maybe the person behind the counter either didn't understand what I was asking for or maybe English was their second language. They're like, um, okay, so we put a Beyond Burger and then we put a uh, gyro meat on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, no disrespect to them, but I think that they they probably didn't understand what I was talking about. So I didn't I didn't particularly enjoy the burger, but I'm – I'd be interested in trying it if it was made by McDonald's and in the typical Big Mac fashion. So crossing fingers, you guys, maybe one day I'll start eating healthy. Who knows? For those that can't see Wonder Rob, which is everybody uh, on the back wall uh, of his, the room that he's in right now where he's recording. Oh yeah. Framed. Is it framed? There's a framed picture. It's a framed framed picture picture of a Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the wall because i love big macs and this was from way back well i guess it's not really way back about a about a year ago when my wife and i were sending out our um birth announcement so she wanted to do the typical thing where she holds a picture of the sonogram over her stomach and i said I'm going to hold a picture of a Big Mac over my stomach. <laughs> and that's what I did. And then I framed the picture of the Big Mac. I love it. It's so forever funny. on my wall. <laughs> Welcome to Big Mac, so to speak, where we talk about all things Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think maybe, maybe we should go uh, take a quick break and go grab ourselves a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, I like this. It's like a backdoor pilot for a new podcast. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thing, things good. that geeks eat. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right, Shaf. Why don't we take a break, everybody? We're going to hit you up with all the information you need to find us on social media. 
Hey gang, it's Wonder Rob again. And Shaf's here too. We just wanted to take a quick break to let you know where you can find us on social media. That's right. Catch us on Twitter at Geek So To Speak PC, where I'll be tweeting and retweeting all of the latest geek news. Also, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Geek So To Speak Podcast, where yours truly will be serving up those deliciously geeky posts, not to mention memes, trailers, articles, videos, and much, much more. While, of course, Shock celebrates his inner geek on Instagram with all kinds of geekgasm, oh, inducing pics and memes. <laughs> if you're enjoying what you're hearing, let us know. Find us and follow us, rate us and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. We've got new episodes every week, so don't forget to tune in. Same geek time, same geek channel. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking with us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we are currently um, full after that burger that we just scarfed down. We just blitzed over to McDonald's, asked for the McPickle. They were out. Nom, they nom, were mad. Nom. We got a we got a burger, uh, Big Mac instead, and it's it's glorious. So. The magic of editing, you guys. <laughs> are we lying or are we being truthful? You'll never know. <laughs> Um, but we want uh, to end our episode with uh, a nice segment, a nice conversation about uh, the recent Joker news, of which we have three different articles about three different Jokers. <laughs> That's true. Today, or not today, this week, shit hit the fan in Joker news. It's so true. It's just all this Joker news. And so we figure we split it up. So small joker medium joker and big joker <laughs> baby joker do 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 do, oh, do no. joker don't do, even get me started on baby shark man <laughs> all right so here i'll i'll kick off the geek news how do you like that so the first big joker news that we have today for you is in regard to jared leto's joker now this one I, I find particularly interesting, which is why I wanted to talk about it, because there's been stories out there that Jared Leto is gone. He is done with the Joker, uh, whether it's his choice or Warner Brothers' choice or anybody in between's choice. We were all just sort of under the understanding that we're not going to really be seeing Jared Leto as the Joker anymore. But there's been some interesting developments in the uh, Clown Prince of Crime lately, in particular, Jared Leto's Joker. So as we all know, there is a Harley Quinn movie being made, and there's also a Birds of Prey movie being made. So two movies featuring Harley Quinn that are coming out. But in particular, we're talking about the Birds of Prey movie. There are set photos that show the Joker kicking Harley Quinn out of an apartment. Now, what's interesting about these pictures, Shaf, is that a, the Joker lives in an apartment. <laughs> I always figured he lived in like an abandoned amusement park. Right, yeah. Like, I guess he, he pays rent every month. <laughs> yeah. He's, that's the Joker for you. But the, the picture, it shows the Joker screaming at Harley Quinn from a window. So Harley Quinn's on outside on the ground level sort of looking through the the windows of a door and Joker is above her, either screaming at her, throwing clothes at her maybe, but he's definitely yelling or exclaiming at her. 
But what's interesting about this picture is that Joker's face is very cleverly hidden. It's like <laughs> it's, a it's big a, black bar over his face. It's as cleverly hidden as it is in Titans season one. <laughs> that's true. I guess that's a good point. So I, I'm. it's what I assume is a body double. But it's he's got his his silk shirt on. He's got his slicked back hair. He's got the word "damaged" written across his forehead, and he's he's present. There's going to be Joker in this Birds of Prey movie, but there's no official word if your boy Jared Leto is coming back. Now, <laughs> I think it'd be funnier if he wasn't in this in the shot. And every like time that Joker is in a scene with uh, with Harley Quinn, he's like conveniently standing behind something like there's like a vase that his head is like blocked <laughs> from or he's like he's like reaching into the fridge so all you see is like the back of him <laughs> it's, it's like, just very cleverly choreographed like in um austin powers when austin walks out naked and, <laughs> and it's yes. like <laughs> elizabeth early eating a banana and he's like oh. <laughs> or like in the simpsons like movie when uh when bart's uh skateboarding through springfield and like there's and he's naked and you conveniently like you don't see his his dong until like the way end and then you're like i can't believe i just saw bart simpson yeah i'm I remember laughing so hard when they showed his little dong. It's like, you expect that the whole gag is that, oh, he's naked, but he's, he's, he's behind these bushes. It's like, a, it's like a whole 10 second sequence. And at the very end, his wiener's out. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Good times. Good flashback to wieners, everybody. But uh, something else we were not going to see in the Joker's wiener in this movie. And or his face. Or his face. So that's perfectly fine with me. So, that would be the first piece of Joker news this That's week. Right. Uh, Joker, it's yet to be seen if it's going to be Jared Leto or just a stand-in. So, well, I guess we'll uh, be talking about that more as it develops. Yes. Now, also, right. moving on to other Joker news. This medium time, Joker. Yeah, medium Joker news. I, I think it's interesting that you, you put this one in the middle. Like, you ranked him as medium Joker. I would have probably put this Joker as baby joker what what did you say was the first one uh, yeah i don't even remember small joker medium small joker, joker large joker yeah um <laughs> well i put this as medium because at least you can see this joker's face that's true that's a good point okay i'll, I'll that makes sense there okay so um for those that are currently uh and still engaged in watching gotham on fox uh, of course, uh, Gotham is about to end for good. This is their final season. They've only got a few episodes left. And the final episodes are actually going to take place with a time jump. Uh, at, uh, and we will see uh, Batman, I'm um, sorry, we will see Bruce Wayne officially um, uh, costumed as Batman. He's all geared up and he's doing battle with none other than the Joker, who in this uh, particular series is is played by a character by the name of uh, Jeremiah Valeska and um, played uh, by actor Cameron Monaghan. Now, I will say throughout the whole Gotham series, there's been Joker influences, proto-Jokers they were calling him because uh, Cameron Monaghan actually played more than one person on the show. He was playing uh, uh, Jerome Valeska, 
who was sort of like the proto-Joker, the inspiration for the Joker. And then in a weird, stupid fucking twist at the end of the previous season, it was uh, revealed that Jerome had a twin brother named Jeremiah. And Jerome basically caused Jeremiah to go crazy and to um, start looking like the Joker due to chemicals and stuff like that. And it wasn't until just one of the most recent episodes uh, where... Bruce and Jeremiah get into a sort of fist fight and a wrestling bit um, in Ace Chemicals. And of course, as we expected would happen, very predictable moment, uh, Jeremiah falls into the vat of chemicals at Ace Chemicals. And uh, we then see him basically with bandages across his face and, and we don't know how bad the damage is. Well, this past week, they revealed the very first official look at Cameron uh, Monaghan's official Joker for the final episodes. And uh, it's not what we thought it would look like. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's, that's putting it mildly. He does not look anything like the Joker with the exception of wearing purple and having uh, slightly green hair. Yeah. the He's got green hair. He's got his red lips. He's got a perfectly pressed purple jacket and sweet yellow gloves. But, oh, and maybe like a <laughs> an orange ascot. Um, I just wanted to use the word ascot. It's fun to say. His face, his face is something else, you guys. Now, I'm going to do my best to describe this, just in case you haven't seen it. Imagine... Freddy Krueger, okay? Freddy Krueger decides he's going to be the Joker for Halloween. That's that's really the best I could do it. You know what? That's so funny that you worded it that way because I had a similar idea. I thought this is what if Uncle Fester decided to go to Comic-Con and decided to cosplay as the Joker, this would be Uncle Fester's Joker. <laughs> The name's Joker. It means to rot. <laughs> I don't know. That was my that was my Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, he, they're they're going conceptual with this Joker now. The first thing I said, I think I even said this to you, Shaf. I think I was in a conversation with you and Geek, so to speak, contributor Darth Vibbert. That the why can't the Joker just look like the Joker? anymore they're 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 trying to set themselves apart as what i would assume is an iconic quote iconic take on the joker but he he's a he's just got these weird burns on his face not very not it looks like something i got at spirit (laughs) like how i would attempt to do makeup now of course i haven't seen it in motion outside of the little trailer but the still picture is leaves a little bit to be desired and he's got burns all over his face. Right. So he's got very little hair on his head, but the hair that he does have is very long. Uh, I guess it's uh, the best way I could describe it is Hulk Hogan esque. Like how you would have <laughs> Hulk Hogan looks without his bandana on. 
<laughs> by Green. <laughs> like, media is running wild on Gotham. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> I started laughing even before I could finish my Hulk Hogan impression. I think that's the third staple of geek, so to speak. We talk about Red Dead, we talk about Avengers Endgame, and I always throw in my Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when the Joker runs wild on you, brother? Um, so. So we did get a trailer also. Now, the trailer doesn't particularly keep me very interested in in watching Gotham, even even in the sense that how like when I watched the very last episode of um, Titans on DC Universe, I was like, man, this is pretty good. Like this does not spark that interest at all for me. But I only watched the first few episodes of Gotham and then I sort of fell off of it but I know my boy Shaf has invested some time in Gotham I have um I've probably seen every episode through through seasons one through three I saw a a good portion of episode of season four but not all of it um and then I kind of dropped off I was like I just can't get into it and then I had a renewed interest because I knew season five was going to be the final season and it was limited episodes. It wasn't going to be like a full season run. So I was like, okay, I can, I can commit to this. And no, I'm still I'm behind. I'm definitely behind. The last thing I saw was the was uh, Jeremiah falling into the vat of chemicals. So unless I unless that is the most recent episode, and this is they were on like a hiatus, I feel like I don't uh, know what happened next. Although I, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, there were some newer episodes that occurred with the introduction of the character Bane on season five and Bane looked even more ridiculous than this Joker looks. So um, I don't know. Gotham just neat. I'm so glad it's ending because they've done enough damage to these. <laughs> um, the whole concept behind it. And I know you, you really despise this too, is that there can't be these villains without Batman. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. We've said this on the show before that these bad guys traditionally exist because Batman exists, not the other way around. Right. Um, what I will say about Gotham, like I said, I did watch some episodes in the first season. I did like the actor uh, who played Oswald Cobblepot. Mm-hmm. I thought he was all right. Um, yeah. And the actor who um, was playing Enigma, uh, Edward Nigma, I thought he was okay. Yeah, no, he's good. He's good. And they're still but around too. Yeah, they're still I still around. just sort of fell off of it. Um, I don't really remember what happened, actually. I might go back into this. Like, I, I think I think it might be worth watching the season fi- or series finale at the very least to discuss it. Just to sort of like see their take on Batman. Because I don't know if you listeners have seen the images of Batman from Gotham, but it's also a joke. <laughs> so... <laughs> But Joker looks better than Batman does. So I will give him credit for that. And I will also give him credit for trying something different and trying to set themselves apart. But I still stand by my previous statement where, why can't the Joker just look like the Joker? Yeah. I mean, especially if it's for one episode, why do you got to go crazy about it? But, you know, maybe maybe we'll talk about this again in the future. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Stranger things have happened. I watched Titans, okay? I watched DC Universe and I liked... I liked uh, the Doom dang Patrol. robot show, Doom Patrol, okay? I couldn't even remember what it was called. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I liked the robot show. It was good. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. Well, let's let's stop pussyfooting around, Shaf. Let's talk about the big Joker news. There was a brand new trailer, teaser trailer for Joaquin Phoenix's upcoming Joker film set to release later this year. And there was also a poster, which we got the day before. So the trailer actually came out today, the day we were recording this. And the trailer, or excuse me, the poster came out yesterday. Uh, the poster, poster's all right. It's all right. It reminds me, and I, I'm not the only one to come up with this uh, comparison because it's been said a hundred times, but it did remind me of the um, Robert De Niro movie, King Comedy. Just the way he's dressed uh, and is presented. Um, a good movie. I would recommend it if you guys haven't seen it. Um, but the poster, it's not, it's not much to really, you know, talk about much. There's not a lot revealed. It's just a single shot of the Joker looking up with like a smoky background and the word Joker. But the poster nonetheless. But the big story, of course, is that we got the Joker trailer. Now, Shaf. Yas. What'd you think about that trailer? Okay, so I know you've got opinions. I do. I do have opinions. I uh I was blown away, honestly. I was really impressed by it. It it had the right tone. It was really interesting and I was I found it to be a gripping uh trailer in the sense that it kept me uh very much engaged. Um mm-hmm. I there was no part of me at any point that was um uh embarrassed for the uh for joaquin like playing the joker like whenever i see jared leto as the joker i'm actually embarrassed for him like i'm embarrassed for him as an actor for playing that in that that version of the character because he's it's he's so bad in it and the character itself is so bad in it as well um but this version um it's so disturbing. And on, and I was saying to the, I don't know if I said it to you guys or if I said it to, when I say you guys, I mean Wonder Rob and our frequent contributor, Darth Vibbert. Um, but I think I was talking to a coworker and I said that you could replace, you, you could basically replace the main um, character's name and it not be a movie about the Joker and it just be a movie about a guy being pushed to the edge by society and by people who don't understand him and probably also by a fair amount of mental illness uh, that either goes undiagnosed or untreated. And it would be a very powerful flick just like that, that it doesn't have to be about DC. It doesn't have to be set in Gotham or anything like that. It would still be a really interesting film add the, this wrinkle of him being basically uh, this is being an origin story for DC's biggest villain ever and Batman's ultra nemesis. Like it's epic. I'm so excited for it. And it, honestly, it, it bothers me knowing that this is probably going to be such a great movie and it's sort of exists in a separate universe. You know what? Like it's like, it doesn't have any connection connective tissue to any other part of the DC film universe and whether or not they maybe intend to do that, that would be really cool. But as a standalone for it to be so good, it would make me want to go back and revisit the character somehow. And, and I feel like if it's a standalone and they're not going to do any sequels and they're not going to do any other like uh, spinoffs or anything, then it's going to be, uh, investment for investment's sake, and 
the one and done, the little one shot concept is going to be unfulfilling because I will have wanted more if that, you know, if you catch my drift. Oh, I catch your drift, buddy. (laughs) What did you think? Wonder Rob? (laughs) Well, well, before I tell you how I thought about this, I will point out that in several episodes, even, uh, I don't remember which episode it was, but way back when, when the news broke and we reported on this, that they're making a standalone Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. I believe my reaction at the time was dumb, lame, (laughs) DC fucks the cow again, everybody. But little by little, more information has been coming out about this movie and little by little, it's been seeming a little more interesting to me. And so, I said, okay, let's see what this trailer's like. And the moment my opinion officially changed on this movie was the shot of Joaquin Phoenix looking at himself in the mirror with his clown makeup on, with his, his makeup smeared because he's been crying and he's holding his mouth into a smile. And it's just like, a, and he's like pulling his, his mouth so hard that you could see the skin just stretching as possibly as far as it can. And he lets it go. I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, this is a crazy person. <laughs> and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised about everything that I saw. Um, uh, clearly, it's not being shot or presented the same way that, you know, Aquaman, for example. There's no my man in this trailer <laughs> at all. Um, again, I know I'm not the first person to say this because this has been reported on pretty heavily since the rumors of a trailer uh, being released just sprung up in the last couple of days. Uh, even Mark Marin went so far as to say that this is more of a character piece, a character study on a mentally ill individual being pushed to the brink. And it's definitely presented that way. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's very interesting. And I thought there were a lot of very interesting little details in the trailer. Um, for example, the I'm, I'm just scrolling through the trailer now just because there's all these little things. But like... Joker's living in this tiny little apartment with, I think, what I'm making in a, uh, just an educated guess that his his mom is living with him. So he's shown like bathing this this woman, uh, pouring water on her hair. Uh, clearly, sort of a solitary life where he doesn't have much of a social life. He's getting bullied around on the street. You know, he's he's spinning signs, and people are just against clowns, man. Like. We, we've all been there. We've, who hasn't seen a clown and just decided, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to rain violence on him, you know? Um, but there's several shots of the Joker just essentially getting his ass handed to him in this. And then there's a shot in particular, which I thought was really interesting, that I actually paused it earlier today. It is paused now on it too, but I did pause it earlier today where the Joker is writing on a little notebook and it says, Jokes. He's, he's writing jokes, and one of the jokes says, his hand is covering most of it, so I'm just par- I'm paraphrasing the best as I can for the joke, but he says, what did the doctor say to the straitjacket? Why don't you loosen up a little? That's funny. <laughs> um, the worst part about having a mental illness is people don't expect, or people expect you to behave as if you don't. 
with a big smiley face. And so I, I think that's a very interesting take. And, and his handwriting is all scribbly and weird looking. Um, but Dude, what's interesting so, about that? We are so connected. I, I, that's what I was looking at just now and, and thinking to myself, that handwriting, even the handwriting feels to me like this is like, he's channeling something here. Like this, this would be the persona or this would be the, uh, the, the way the Joker would write if he was going to write. Like I, I told, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, there's also neat little tidbits of things that are shown. So like it shows a shot of him going to Arkham hospital, uh, which is Arkham asylum. As we know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is like deathly skinny, like grossly skinny within this. Um, not that being skinny is gross we're not body shaming here we're just saying that the actor has lost a serious amount of weight for this role and so it's it's kind of it disturbing almost to see him so thin when you're not used to seeing him you know so so physically different like he is right now um you get a quick shot of robert de niro on stage so it looks like he's a talk show host as best as i can figure and then there's also a shot of the joker behind curtains with a cigarette in his mouth so at some point he's getting on tv as best as i can put it together um and there's also a shot of uh bruce wayne's dad on tv i'm blanking on his name uh kevin wayne uh thomas wayne thomas wayne i was gonna say jeremy wayne jerome wayne (laughs) um which was originally going to be played by Alec Baldwin before he dropped out. Um, lots of shots of him running. And then there's a, a nice reveal shot of him towards the very end in his badass Joker costume. Oh, and one more thing. There's a shot of him putting his fingers in a child's mouth and holding a child's mouth big like he was in the mirror. I'm making the assumption that that's Bruce Wayne. That that's what that was my thought too. Actually, is that that was Bruce Wayne as a kid, which would be a really interesting wrinkle uh, in that whole situation. Um, but they're clearly not going with a traditional Joker origin story here. I mean, so there's no hints of like the Red Hood. There's no hints of like falling into a vat of chemicals or anything like that. And maybe he won't even be full Joker by the time this movie's over, you know what I mean? Maybe something happens to him down the line. Um, I actually read an interesting theory about this movie. Of course, take this with a grain of salt because obviously the movie hasn't come out yet and nobody really knows what's going on. But uh, within the DC uh, comics, the, the DC comic universe, there's currently three Jokers right now. Um, so you got your main Joker and then you got some copycat Jokers. And so somebody was pitching the idea of what if this is, you know, the original Joker within this, this greater DCEU and then like Jared Leto is more of a copycat sort of Joker oh. um, as a way of if this movie is successful enough that they want to keep doing stuff with it, that they can sort of tie it within the greater DCEU that way. And I thought that was an interesting thought. Um, but the, the, the epiphany that hit me today as I was watching this trailer for the third or fourth time was in Batman, the 1989 Batman in 
The Dark Knight, not so much uh, Suicide Squad. The Joker is a far more interesting character than Batman. Like, who, who'd you talk about it after The Dark Knight? Heath Ledger. Who'd you talk about? Who do most people talk about the 1989 Batman? Jack Nicholson. He's just totally. a more interesting character. And, and even though he's the bad guy, we're, we're all interested in seeing the Joker. Even when they announced the Joker for the DCEU, remember how, well, this was way before the podcast, but we were all like, oh, who's going to be the next Joker? We want to see the Joker. Like, it was, it was like, it was a hot button topic. And then, of course, we saw Jared Leto with the word damaged on his head. And <laughs> we were all like, what the hell? <laughs> and then we saw Suicide Squad, and then we were all like, what the hell? Um, so the I think it's, I, I'm I'm definitely on a, the different side of the fence now than I was when this was first announced, and I think he's I do think he's an interesting enough character, and I think this movie is going to shape up to be pretty good based on everything we see. I I for one am very interested in this movie. Totally, uh, October I think is when it's supposed to come out this year, so uh, very excited for that. Um, yes. I'm hoping. Oh wait. Oh sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's my podcast too, right? No, I'm just kidding. go for it, dude. Uh, um, we talked about this earlier. You showed it to to your uh, sweet gingerfish, your significant other. <laughs> what did she have to say? She was. Uh, I played it for, her and not that I expected like a huge reaction, but I what I got was uh, was just like a, oh yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I think that she was probably just um, distracted, but. Uh, uh, but I, she wasn't. She didn't react like I reacted, and I just know that's just because you know we're just a bunch of geeks. You know that's how it goes. <laughs> it's funny because your your uh, significant other, uh, sweet gingerfish, her reaction is almost identical to my wife's <laughs> reaction. I was like, so we got home from work, and I sat down, and I said, "Have you seen the new Joker trailer yet?" She goes, no. And I go, all right. I was like, sit down. We're watching it. And she looks at me. She's like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> and I was like, come on. It's a Joker trailer. I don't want to watch it. She goes, all the DC movies are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but this one looks pretty good. And so I finally coerced her into sitting and watching it against her will. And the two minutes and 37 seconds later, she was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, might be good. <laughs> Do you think? That, I was like, "All right, well, okay." <laughs> Do you think the trailer will be attached to Shazam this Friday? I think it's a missed opportunity if it's not. Yeah, I would think it would be. It is a DC flick, so you. Yeah, would... maybe that's why they put it out at this particular point. Yeah, so it's ready, set, and ready to go. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we'll be reviewing joker this october you guys that's right that's right and uh our next episode will be a review of shazam Boom! Shazam! <laughs> we're gonna have a lot to talk about there uh lo- very much looking forward to that uh and, and much much more and of course not long after shazam comes out we will have avengers endgame which as of today uh we're recording this on wednesday the third of april uh, we have uh, 23 days till the premiere date. Technically 22 for those that are seeing it on the night before. Ooh, that's right. I got these tickets just burning a hole in my pocket. I got tickets <laughs> for that Thursday 
that first showing. And I also bought tickets uh, for the following Sunday, IMAX 3D. So I'm very much, I'm very much excited. We're so similar. Yeah, I got my tickets for the 6 p.m. Thursday night showing and then the Saturday morning IMAX 3D showing. So (laughs) that's going to be a good episode, you guys. Cannot wait. All right. Well, then that is our episode. Thank you so much for sticking with us and tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. Make sure to follow us and all that stuff on social media based on our commercial we had near the middle of the episode. And uh, yeah, we just, we just love you guys. So thank you so much and, and keep tuning in. Same geek time. Same geek channel. See you later, guys. I love you. Don't forget to review us on And then it was getting so long, it was going into my mouth. I can't be bothered to trim. I don't trim my pubes. I don't trim my mustache. Except I do trim my pubes.